Hello once again, everybody. Thanks for listening to another edition of AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, a thank you to our sponsors that help us bring the show to you for free each and every week on whichever platform you choose to listen. Thanks to Angelo's Pizza. They are there during our live events, but if you want to try more than just pepperoni or cheese pizza because they have so many amazing pizza options as well as other wonderful Italian dishes, check out the award-winning Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks to Pollyanna DIY. You may have seen so many of their enamel pins that we have all over the place, and we have them at our shows. They made amazing million-dollar man pins. Uh... D'Lo Brown, ones that actually had the head bobbling. If you want something like that and all sorts of other uh, custom items as well, including t-shirts, check out Pollyanna DIY. Thanks to Smartmark Video, who takes care of all of our video recording needs. They're at the action in case you can't be. Check out SmartMarkVideo.com for the latest to purchase AIW on DVD or MP4. And also check out smvod.com to stream it on demand. And while we talk about streaming, thanks to our friends over at independentwrestling.tv. Sign up using the code ABSOLUTE. Get a 20-day free trial and watch not only AIW archives, but plenty of other independent wrestling promotions. And with that, we get into this week's episode. We're joined here by AIW owner John Thorne. And that's it. And that's it. Two-man booth. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts, which is always easier when it's just John and I. Two-man booth. It's hard sell Monday, baby. Yeah. It's less of moderating and more of just having a conversation when it's the two of us. Uh, We don't don't have Wes Barkley here to uh, shill, but... uh, People do enjoy the shilling of Wes Barkley. The Wes Barkley fire emoji scale. Yeah, hashtag five fire emojis. (laughs) We, uh, as we sit down here, you know, uh, we wish you guys a, a happy Thanksgiving, right? It's coming up. It's coming up. This week. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, well, depending on when you listen, it's not today, Monday, the release here, but, uh, you know, if you're listening to it on Thanksgiving, because maybe you're traveling to and from a family member's house, we hope that, uh, your turkey day has been good. Or it's probably extremely awful and stressful because you're surrounded by your family. That can be a thing, too. Sometimes you got to go to multiple houses. Oh, yeah. That's no good. That's the worst. That's no good. When you got to double up, you got to do your family, and then you got to go deal with, uh, like, a girlfriend's entire family that you don't want to be around. You know, my family, my parents have been divorced for, like, 30 years. Oh, so you definitely got to double up. Yeah. But you would think in that time frame, and, you know, it used to be you'd spend, you'd change holidays every year. And then you become like an adult, and you can drive, and they just expect you to be at both homes, at the same time. But at this, yeah, yeah, one's at two o'clock, and the other's at three o'clock. Like you guys haven't been able to figure this out in thirty years to just like stagger the times a yeah. little bit. Yeah, uh, I've uh, lost many a girlfriend in the past when uh, I just refused to uh, participate in the dual, the dual home. My my family is enough to deal with. I don't need to be around other people's family. It's all and, and plus, it's just like, it's just so awkward. Like, not to go off on a tangent here, but it is so <laughs> awkward being me because it's it is like such a interrogation about the whole wrestling thing. Whenever you date a girl or 
uh, anything like that. It's like, oh, what's what? Like Hulk Hogan? That, what? That's always. What are you doing tomorrow? Question. What are you doing tomorrow? I don't. I don't get it. It's just like I don't. My family doesn't get it. I don't need. I don't even know how to make you get it. I don't even know who you are. Yeah, that's that's a fair point. So uh, it's very strange. I I I I would prefer to just not do anything on Thanksgiving. To be perfectly honest, we should probably create like a maybe like an AIW Thanksgiving or something. Yeah, let's go to Good Company or something and have. Uh, are they open? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Jonah's who, a family man. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nobody. Uh. Nobody we know. I think can cook a turkey. I don't trust any of anybody on our roster. I don't even eat turkey, man. All I eat you, is mashed potato sandwiches. You don't even do turkey and gravy? Nah. What? Nah, I don't like the way it looks. I feel, I feel like we've had this conversation, but maybe not. Nah, I just so get what some, do you do? Just do chicken fingers on nah, Thanksgiving? Nah, I just get some mashed potatoes, put it on some bread, make a sandwich. What about corn? Nah. No corn? I don't. I mean, I've had corn, but I just, you know, I, I could skip it. What's usually at your family spread? Way too much food than, like, you know, anything that <laughs> should be eaten. My grandma will cook for, like, 50 people, and then, like, <laughs> there's four people there because she forgets that, like, everyone in her family has died in the last couple of years. <laughs> Does she do, uh... I mean, that's not funny, but, I mean, I'm just saying it's, But like, it's accurate. You go there, and it's just like, hey, uh, they're not coming, you know? What kind of mashed potatoes? Like, my dad does the redskin mashed potatoes, and he loads it up with garlic. Oh, that's good. Uh, just, like, regular mashed potatoes, though. Like, no, nothing nothing fancy like that. Oh, yeah. I, I like garlic. I can go for some garlic mashed potatoes, though. Yeah? I'll save you some. There's always way too much. Same over there. Yeah, it's just, man, it is, uh... The holidays are stressful for some people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I could do without. Yeah, I don't even know. You know, like, uh, I'll show up at my grandma's house, and she'll be like, we're eating at 1 o'clock. Like, that's dinner, Like, which is crazy. Well, yeah. And like, then it's like, oh, it's, nothing's done until 4 or 5, though. Right. And But then, like, even when you go to a house and you do eat at 1 or 2 o'clock, and that's dinner, and then it's like, well, now what do I do the rest of the day? 8 o'clock hits, and it's like, well, I'm hungry again, but we just had this, had that massive dinner at, like, 2 yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, in last last year, it, I recall this is that's when Tracy Smothers started canceling. Uh was uh late in the late in the holiday proceedings. Oh, uh, yes. So, uh hopefully that doesn't happen uh this Thursday. Yeah, there was a lot of uh knock on wood. There was a lot of group chat going on cuz things were going awry that day. We're all yeah, enjoying not, our Thanksgiving and I'm not a big holiday guy. I'm just going to throw that out there. I think a lot of people probably could have guessed that. I'm not a big holiday guy. I was thinking as we were talking about who I would trust to cook a turkey, and it would probably be Eric Stevens, but he's not going to like fly up from Florida. He's more of a cookie guy. Yeah, but he's a good food guy. You're not going to let Worldwide cook, you, cook for you? No, no. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, I, there's nobody that I can think of on the roster that would be like, yeah. You know, a cooker. Like I'll I'll cook. I can make some good food. Alley cat, maybe. I've worked I don't in kitchens. Is that stereotyping? That's, uh, that's, well, she is from Texas. They got some good eats down there. That's Jim. That's kind of Jim Cornette to me, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't apologize. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust. Maybe Dom. I bet Dom would surprise us. Dom. Dom could surprise, and maybe no way do a decent cooking job. You don't think so? No way. Hmm. You people out there listening at home, tweet tweet us, tweet the AIW account, and tell us who you think 
is the most capable of cooking a Thanksgiving feast for the roster. Pedro? Pedro get Pedro gets shit done, but like I take him out of the equation. It's got to okay. be it's got to be somebody on the roster. All right. Okay. Well, moving along. Moving along. It's, it's since Thursday hard, is hard, hard sell hard sell Monday. Yeah, since Thursday is Thanksgiving, that means Friday is Black Friday, which can only mean one thing in the world of AIW. It is time once again for Hell on Earth, the, a, the longest annual event in AIW history. Uh, what number is this? Fifteen. Fifteen. Wow. Fifteen. Next year, Hell on Earth can drive. Fifteen. That's crazy. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of hell. <laughs> I've I've been in every one of them, pal. <laughs> Do you have a favorite one? Oh. Fun fact, I main evented the first one. Oh, okay. John Thorne versus EC3 in a casket match for some reason. <laughs> and and how'd you... Uh, I went in the casket. You didn't win, huh? I did not win. <laughs> Couldn't compete with those muscles, even back then. <laughs> the deviant? Uh, yeah. Was he deviant at that time? He was the deviant. He was, okay. Yeah. Was, uh, I don't know. 15 now, I was probably 21 years old, probably. Well, that's better than being 16 or whatever it was, your first yeah, match. I think, I think I was 21 years old back then. Yeah, because that's the first year at AW, so I was 21. Uh, yeah, that was at the Beachland Ballroom. A little fun fact for those out there. I don't think I don't think that that show is available on DVD. All you, fucking, you don't think that's in the uh, everybody's bothering Smart Mark right now because they want the best of John Thorne It's release. never coming out. It's never coming out. You don't think uh, Hell on Earth 1 is with all of those archives? It, I, got I think it is. I think it is. Um, I think it is in, on that hard drive, but Best of John Thorne is never coming out. There's too much <laughs> fucking just risky, <laughs> bad material on there. I can't I can't have it out there. It's, uh, man, you know, it's a product of the times, I'll say that. Okay, okay. All you, all you, all you people out there fucking tweeting wanting a copy of that. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen? They're like, oh, just give me a copy. I won't show anybody, but they will. I mean, there's copies probably out there in the world somewhere. I would just prefer to like keep it at a minimum, right? You know, like it was uh, just bad stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> I think I talked about it on my Pod Van Dam episode. There's just you know, it was like uh, like CKY ish uh, content in between matches. And yeah. Makes sense. You know, I don't think some of that stuff is going to play in 2019. Uh, oh, also real quick, uh, thanks to everybody that came out and hung out with us at uh, Mick Foley's show last week at the Improv. Uh, you know, we had a good time. It was fun. Mick, Mick, good dude. Yeah. Got to chat it up with him a little bit. 20 years since uh, Have a Nice Day came out. I went to a book signing about 20 years ago, so. Yeah? Yeah. There's a, I have, a, I have an actual photograph of uh, me like shaking his hand or something at like a Borders or some bookstore, and Chandler Biggins was there. I remember that. That's before we really knew each other. That's crazy. We only kind of knew each other based on like he was a wrestling fan. Yeah. But I remember talking to him there. Oh, that's wild. Do you think that in 20 years, uh, our friend Swoggle will have his storytelling tour? when his book had come out i don't know you know i keep getting on him he's gotta you know get get more active in uh doing stuff like that i told him we could book the same place again 
but I think he's, he's concerned just, about doing the same yeah, jokes he, and same. He, but I'm like, that's what it is, though. Like that's kind of what. Oh, swoggle! It's it's okay. That's why you do it. You know, swoggle. You're know, more apart. Somehow, I've adopted swoggle uh, in this uh, parentship in Cleveland, and uh, he just yells at me all the time. Well, he's mad that I can't get him a refund on snapsuits.com. They have since totally deleted their website what since is, this. Ca- what is Snapsuit? Since this campaign has been started on uh, social media, it was some suit company that is like, I guess you just snap the suits right into place. Like that's like, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. Like, I have no idea to be perfectly honest with you. But he bought these suits like a long time ago, and then went to try them on. You know, for, these are like dress suits, suits. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was thinking that they were like, you know, like the old snap pants. No, 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 no. They're like suits, uh, some kind of like. It's not active wear then. You know, suits, special, you know, like fitting. I don't know. Okay. Honestly, their website's gone by the time I looked into it. But anyway, he looked, he buys these suits months ago because he knows he's going to be doing these media tours for his book that's going to be coming out this year. Right. And uh, he buys them, he tweets and plugs them, uh, and, like, <laughs> he doesn't go to try the suits on until, like, eight months later or something, and uh, they don't fit. <laughs> and he's like, help me get my money back. And I'm like, well, he's like, they're ignoring me. But and there's I, a chance that they had fit eight months before. No, I don't think so. No? I okay. think it's like a, they've since, like, deleted any existence. They haven't tweeted since, like, 2014 or something (laughs) (laughs) i'm like dude like they're gone like you know that money's not coming back here's their linkedin accounts i don't know what to tell you i can't get your money back wow uh so yeah he's very very angry so anybody out there that uh uh, is a pretty good hacker or something that could uh, hack the owners of snapsuits into uh giving uh, Hornswoggle his refund. Please, yeah, please well, do so. There you go. <laughs> and yeah, uh, we'll, we'll work on getting a, uh, some fresh material for him to do a, a one night, uh, with the Swoggle <laughs> live event. He's got, he's got plenty of material. Oh, well, uh, you can, you can learn some things from Mick Foley. Uh, but thanks again, everybody that came out, uh, for a fun evening there, uh, last week at the improv in downtown Cleveland or the flats, the opposite side of the flats from, the Odeon, wherever yeah. we are. Uh, so, but we are not going to be at the Odeon this Friday. We're going to be at the Brick, Brook Park Rec Center. Yes, the Brook Park Rec Center. What can people expect? Let's start there in terms of because uh, the questions have come. It's big. Plenty of parking, right? Lots of lots of free parking. It's like huge, huge rec center. Um, Brook Park Rec Center had been kind of pursuing us for a little bit, and an AIW fan, Bill Bailey, who was like. Super Brook Park resident has been like, I want to bring this to the our community and like talking to the mayor and stuff about <laughs> it, and like it's run by the former mayor. Um, and I had a couple meetings there and it just like wasn't working out. Even pre Odeon, uh, we had spoke to them, and um, you know now that we're in this like comfortable groove with the Odeon, uh, every Black Friday they have a huge concert at the Odeon annually. Yeah. And, you know, that's the only date that wouldn't work. And, like, Black Friday has become such, like, a tradition for us. Uh, I I believe this is probably, like, the 10th year in a row of Black Friday because Hell on Earth was always, like, in November-ish. But um, it was never, uh, you know, not always on Black Friday. That was, like, 
a couple years in, we switched to Black Friday and it did well. So we want to keep it on Black Friday. Plus, you get the people traveling in for the holidays and all sure. that other stuff. <clears throat> so anyway, um, I had reached out to some other venues that we were kind of talking to, and we couldn't get an answer. And I reached back out to Brook Park and I said, "Hey, I have one date that I can that I can do," and um, you know, we worked out a deal. Um, it is a little expensive, but, <laughs> you know, like that's the really only place we could find for Black Friday. So, um, we're hoping it, since it's so big that we can really fucking pack this place on Friday. And um, to help us do that, we've got Kevin Nash rolling in. Yeah. After tons of attempts to get him in, um, he's the, uh, what is it? The white whale? He's the yeah he's the the he's the guy that uh, you know he's one of the last guys on the list that I would really want to book. There's it's really dwindling down on you know those those big attraction guys that I want to bring in. So he'll be rolling in uh, eight by tens. Are you gonna have Super Shredder as one? <laughs> that I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite Kevin Nash uh, movie character? Oh God. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you really put me on the spot oh, here, dude. Man, I'm just thinking like remember he was so I like when he in, comes I like when he doesn't he come in and grandma's boy and evict the guy? It, he's like he throws the dude out of his house. That's a pretty good one. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Uh and then he's in The Longest Yard with Adam Sandler. I don't remember anything about that movie, honestly. He he takes all the fertility pills, like they switch them around and uh so then he does like all the stereo stereotype kind of stuff. Somebody says something to him. I think Stone Cold yells at him something. He's like, why are you guys being so mean to me? Something like that. And uh, what's a... I mean, he's in a, he's in a bunch of he's stuff. He's in the Magic Mike movie. I didn't see that. Me either. Uh, super Shredder. I mean, I got to go Shredder. Super Shredder, I guess. Yeah, he was sweet as Super Shredder. I feel like there was another obvious one. I don't remember what it was. I mean, who knows? Oh, I mean, well. he's in, He's been in a ton of stuff. Yeah. He was in, uh, what was he in, like, uh, was he in The Punisher or something? I don't remember. I don't know. I don't know. I enjoyed him in The Longest Yard, though. Very funny. Humorous stuff. But yeah, Kevin Nash will be there. Um, front row sold out for this, like, instantly. Like, so many people have been there hitting me up, like, hey, is there, like, any, like, extra, like, secret front row seats? Like, no, no. They're, go- they're gone. <laughs> like, they are gone. Uh, I always like when people think that that kind of like I can't thing make, exists. I can't make any more room around the ring. Like, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. Um, we are doing <laughs> the special um, four pack uh, for a discount. You know, the group general admission. Yeah, like we did in uh, Akron, but this is a, a four pack. So. Yeah, in Akron it was six because it was a little bit smaller of a place, but this place is really big, so we're really trying to fill it. So um, yeah, you can you can for groups of four or more uh you get five dollars off each ticket there you go that's so good good savings to buy you a, a, a beer will there be beer beer that is the rumor okay you know that is the that is the rumor we're working with the uh, local boosters uh in the community so it's going to be somewhat of a fundraiser for the community as well there uh, you go you know they'll they sell the beer they keep the beer all legitimate ladies and gentlemen how about that for all you Cop callers out there. Yeah. All legitimate. And speaking of cop callers, there will be cops on hand because that's part of the deal too. Uh, so 
Behave yourselves. Yeah. Nobody get too crazy, would you? And, uh, well, you know, look, if that's not enough for you, I guess we could talk about the card. Uh, before we get to the card. Uh-oh. I just want to say it before we forget. The after party is back at Nax. There it is. Um, and it is like one mile away from the Brook Park Rec Center. It's, I did Google Maps. It is a five-minute drive. Uh, so every fucking person better be at Nax. Now, there was a uh, <laughs> a disclaimer thrown out to us for partying at Nax. Dr. Dan mentioned to us the other day, and that was that uh, nobody should be on chairs pouring beer into other people's mouths. Well, that's me, so I'll message loud and clear, Nick. <laughs> Mr. Nax. During uh, Sandman. Don't have the sand, Sandman. Don't, don't have Enter Sandman on your jukebox if you don't want that to happen. <laughs> so I told Dr. Dan. <laughs> so, so tell them to block that song on the juke, and we'll we'll be good. We'll be good to go. Good to go. All right. Well, we'll roll into this card here, and uh, let's uh, let's start with this one because th- there's been some jaw jacking already. Jaw jacking. Ta- a tag team action. The production taking on two infinity and beyond. Yeah, I mean, there's some jaw jacking. You know, some the production sma- called them out. The, yeah. The, uh, the uh, uh, two infinity and beyond replied. Uh, I think this is a good matchup for both teams mm-hmm. um, to kind of you know freshen them both up a little bit. You know they've both they've both kind of never have crossed paths in a straight straight up traditional tag. So I think this will be a good one. Yeah, they've always kind of mixed it up in uh, the multi tag matches, but this is this is going to be this is going to be a little different and. Uh, Look, it could be a start of a, a new rivalry. Maybe we'll see. You never know. This will be, it will be fun. It's a, you know, I guess the question became, what next for Two Infinity and Beyond? They're no longer the tag team champions. If you're going to start building yourself back up to eventually reclaim gold or that opportunity, uh, this is a good start uh, in a match against the production. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know if we can give context to every single match uh, coming up on Friday because it is a loaded card. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, we'll, it, we'll it, plow through it here. It is, uh, you know, ten matches because it is the big annual event. So uh, this yes. is a super card of sorts. Ten, ten matches, and uh, our, our next one is some six man tag action, forty acres, and tell me what your thought is on this one. Aeroform reuniting. So Flip Kendrick and Lewis Linden. Oh my! Uh, and their their third man, Wheeler Yuta. Yeah, I think this is just a a good, um, unique matchup with uh, six very talented and athletic guys. And I'm I have really high hopes for this one. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are you uh, What are you picturing? That it's good. Just that it's good. That's <laughs> good. Nothing specific. You just think overall. No, I just think. Be... I just think. You know, this is. Uh, you know, this goes back to sometimes it's, you know, a, a match that has a story. Sometimes it's a match that needs an angle, and sometimes it's a match that you know is just supposed to be the best of ev- that everybody can put out there. And I think that's what this is going to be. Oh, yeah. um, no know. pressure to the six men in this one then. Yeah. Uh, well from six men to four men again, but singles competition, the Creative Pro train rolling through, VSK with uh, taking on CPA, taking on Dom and Big Twan Tucker. 
little four-way dance action there. Yeah, I just think this is a kind of a, a unique pairing of four totally different wrestlers. It really is. Yeah, these uh, guys all do. And this one, this different. one could go. This one could go either way. I sometimes the the uh, kind of clashing of styles really works well. Sometimes it doesn't. We have four very different guys in this match. Um, VSK, you know, just returned in, at the 200th show. Um, CPA is still relatively new. Uh, you know, young legend, as I would like to call him. He's a young legend uh, on the AW roster. Uh, and then, you know, Dom and Tuan are, you know, very familiar with the AW crowd. So uh, I think this one could be very good. I think that you know, all four of these guys have a chance to get very creative. CPA fresh off that hot two hundred five live. CPA man, that guy get. I would love to know Italian all his WWE paydays for twenty nineteen because I think it's way more than two hundred five live. I think he's been there a few times this year. <laughs> uh, well, let's roll into uh, some female action. The aforementioned Alley Cat uh, returning to AIW, and she is going to take on uh, Veda Scott. A-W- Long time. AIW women's legend, yeah. Veda Scott. It's been some time since we've seen Veda Scott in an AIW she's ring. Not, she's traveling the world all the time. She's she never really around. Is. She's doing uh, some awesome things. She's, what, Germany, it seems like, She's a, always a lot. in UK, Germany, Japan. Uh, she's never in America, and she just happens to be, you know, around america maybe maybe because because of the holidays i don't know um but uh yeah i figured you know this you know this was a good chance to bring her back it's uh, a big annual event um we get requests for her to come back all the time sure um so you know this is you know again no no story here or anything it's really like alley cat let's get alley cat on the show let's get you know let's get veda scott back uh and uh, this is a, a very unique matchup of two crazy cat women. And, uh, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I think people are really looking forward to Veda coming back because it's been years, I think, at this point. Yeah, interesting dynamic here because this is like an OG favorite of AIW fans from versus, the women's versus division. The current, versus the new kind of up-and-coming. Yeah. It's 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 so weird, you know, that uh, I, I know it's Hell on Earth 15, but it is so weird to kind of that you can go back in you know the annals of history in this company, and there are people that you know have been gone for years, and right. you know can come back and still kind of have that fanfare, um, you know. Because when we announced this match, people went crazy, you know, especially the longtime Adobe fans that were, you know, there to see a lot of Veda Scott's kind of. You know, there was a time where she was a full full-time for a long right. time so on almost every single show uh and definitely kind of uh, one of the early uh girls night out uh, you know regulars and <clears throat> i think she had like her third match ever on girls night out f- three or four i can't remember which one but okay um yeah so she's kind of been you know been around aw for a long time but she's been out traveling the world you know and it's like Kind of how how it goes is like sometimes talent just reaches a certain level and then they're just off into the world, you know, and it's it's really hard to lock them down. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's that time frame where you know you've talked about before. It's like all right, well, let's just let them go away for a little bit. But then what happens is they find success 
on the other side of the world. Right. So the intention of, yeah, you're only going to be gone for a little while. Then turns it just into turns into a few years. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's back on Friday, guys. There you go. Uh, we go from, that'll probably be a fun one, to uh, one that is surely going to be uh, very hard-hitting. We're talking about KTB versus Eddie Kingston. Uh, I'm not expecting a lot of flippy stuff here, are you? No, I mean, I think this is just uh, when uh, I always talk about the puzzle and putting the puzzle together. And, you know, these two names just kind of every time I was moving the pieces around, I just kept coming back to this, uh, these two guys, you know, and um, I've been wanting to do this one for a while. Yeah. You know, I'm sure that they've they've wrestled some somewhere before at some other time. But um, I think maybe in GCW, they wrestled like early GCW. But, um, you know, this is one I've wanted to do for a while. And uh, finally getting a chance to do it. Yeah, I pr- pretty much expect there to be a a dent in both their chests. Well, a lot of chopping here. I just envision... Uh, we'll, we'll see. KTB and Sakimoto and Eddie and, uh, well, pretty much anybody he's chopped the hell out of here in, in 2019. KTB, man. Living in the woods. Strange guy. <laughs> uh, then... We'll keep the, the mayhem and chaos going. Let's go right into Mance Warner versus Nick Gage. And this is a rematch from Slumber Party Massacre. Yes. I figured, um, you know, with uh, me going against all of my um, just responsibility and um, common sense and uh, signing on for us to return to Tampa for WrestleMania weekend this uh, 2020, this coming spring. Figured uh, let's let's throw let's throw one of those throwbacks on Hell on Earth fifteen to kind of run it back really huh? really just commemorate the the fact that uh, we are headed headed back to the collective <laughs> uh, with uh, you know this was one of the marquee matches we did this year and uh, you know like I said uh, sometimes you don't need a story it's just uh, let's let's put the 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 best the best two guys in the ring and see what happens and uh, this one has a little backstory but. Uh, it is more about putting the best two guys in, this, in the ring and seeing what happens. This is just going to be uh, chaos in, in the best of ways. This is a really strong card. I'm, you know. It really is. I mean, we're going up and down, and and uh, it's almost uh, abs- absolution level here, I would dare to say. It's the longest-running annual event in the company company history. It's it's one of our, uh, what, big Big, big four. four. Big, well, what are, what are our four now, would Maybe you say? it's five. You got Hell on Earth. You got Gauntlet Gone. for the Gold. Absolution. You, you got Jaylet. Oh, yeah. And Absolution. And then technically, if you want to go a fifth one, you got the Rap Show. The Rap Show is a fifth one. And slowly becoming a part of it is Wrestle Ranger. Yeah, the big six coming in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Big, it's big six and a half if you count the WrestleMania weekend, you know. I, I'll, yeah. go, I'll go half on that because I don't know how annual it's going to be. <laughs> Hearing that they're going to the West Coast next year. So I'm yeah, that's going to be... Uh, <laughs> Definitely, out we thought logistics were going to be tough this year. We are still seeking sponsors for uh, WrestleMania weekend. Absolutely, uh, always. We have uh, a lot of things to pay for. We have to get uh, an Airbnb, and they are so much more expensive than that. This is crazy. They are so much more expensive than they were. I already New- locked mine up in New York. You did, but yeah, I, I don't have to. How you don't have to house the entire roster, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Ours, ours was actually substantially cheaper. Than, uh, than See, Jersey I, City. In Jersey City, we had one that slept twenty, and right uh, for a place that sleeps twenty in this area is like uh, it's gonna be hard to find. 
it's like way more expensive. So if you want to be a, uh, you know, a, a private, the private benefactor, yeah. if you want to, if you want us to put your, uh, if your business wants to sponsor us, uh, anything that, you know, your, <laughs> your podcast, whatever you got, uh, we are looking for some money to support, uh, our return to WrestleMania weekend in 2020. So I had to throw that out there cause I don't want to forget. Yeah, no problem. Well, we talk about strong cards and uh, or this being a strong card. And one of the first matches announced, Alex Shelley, Eric Stevens. And how do you not look forward to this one? <laughs> yeah, you know, this is this goes back to, uh, you know, I'll continue to say it. Alex Shelley is the hottest free agent in wrestling right now. Eric Stevens is not too far behind him. The only problem is, is Eric Stevens still as of right now is putting a expiration date on his career. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Alex Shelley actually requested to wrestle him because he is not going to, as of now, be around that much longer. Um, Eric Stevens, that is. So, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think this is, this is a good, this is a very good matchup. Eric Stevens has been on an absolute, Terror uh, since returning to the ring uh, earlier this year, and uh, Alex Shelley has put out performance after performance uh, in AIW. You know, we're coming up on his fourth match since his uh, return to wrestling, and uh, every single one has been phenomenal. I anticipate this is going to be just as good, if not better, um, especially since both guys are at a very elite level. Yeah, uh, I think that this could this could very well steal the entire show. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm right there. The only reason I I can't I wasn't going to sit there and say it would steal a show is because I think that's already the expectation is that this may be this one is, of, if not the I, best matches. This is a good show. I mean, I don't know. There's so much stuff uh, that can be very great on this show. Um, you know, I wish we were streaming it, but you got to be there live this Friday. So let's go into the title matches as we talk about title picture here. PME, your tag team champions, taking on the Bitcoin boys with the Duke in their corner. And uh, I got to imagine that the boys are going to be freshly manscaped. They're millennials. That's a thing, right? Here we go with the manscape ad, right? Yeah. Don't you think that? Listen, if anybody on this roster is heading to manscaped.com and checking out the lawnmower 2.0, it's the Bitcoin boys, right? Hopefully they use the promo code absolute and uh, they'll get a nice discount. Several people last week sent me emails screenshotting the fact that they used the promo code to prove, uh, you know, that people are out there using our promo codes i know a thrift store jobber never got his promo code used somebody should go to uh, his etsy shop and uh, use promo code worldwide just to prove him just to prove him that you listen and uh, you support the adw podcast but we're not talking about the thrift store jobber we're talking about manscaped that's right and uh yeah you know i got i got I, i posted on my social media last week i finally got into like my package that they personally sent me yeah i can't believe all the stuff that i tell you is in there i i tried to tell you about it (laughs) i mean i know when we recorded last and you know we were going through it all yeah uh, you know we we were buzzing the duke and all that stuff but i mean it is 
it is a nice package. Like, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> that nice package is meant to give you a nice package. It's, you know, they, they, they gave, like, a nice leather toiletry bag and, yeah. uh, you know, all sorts of great stuff. So, uh, hopefully, Manscaped uh, is happy with this partnership and uh, maybe WrestleMania weekend they'll pay us some money to put that big Manscaped logo across the apron. Yeah, that'd be something. <laughs> well, I mean, it's great. Have you... Uh, I'm telling. I tell you guys. I wear the. They sent us like a pair of these boxer briefs, and I love to wear those when I work out. I wish I had more pairs. I might buy more pairs of them at Manscaped.com because it's perfect for when you're in the gym. That's breathable. You know, listen, dudes. We all get sweaty down there. That's a thing, especially when you're working out. If you like to do that, so those breathable boxer briefs are fantastic for it. I'm gonna tell you. I'm not. Uh... I've been I've been meaning to start working out again. Now yeah. that I got these boxers, I think maybe that's that's, that's, that's the motivation. What I, that's what I that's all I needed, you know, because it it gets very uncomfortable, especially if you're trying to do like cardio or something. It's very uncomfortable. Yeah, there's these are great, you know. And listen, if uh if you're a dude getting back into working out and you're worried about some chafing, they got stuff to take care of that. All deodorant, the 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 crop reviver. Yeah. So yeah, continue to use that promo code absolute. And uh, it, this might be like our favorite sponsor ever in terms of, uh, of use. Even the Duke can use the lawnmower 2.0 <laughs> because it doesn't just have to be down there, folks. You could use it on your chest, on your back. I don't know. You, you know, know, we're talking about Bitcoin boys versus PME. Uh, the, I don't know what Philly would look like without all that body hair, but Duke, uh, he could use the lawnmower. The Duke's from that era where, you know, they, they liked a little bit going on down there, you know? <laughs> I don't know if he's a big fan of the lawnmower 2.0. Well,. Yeah, he's he said he liked it for, for the back. The ladies, back ladies, you could use it too. You know, that's true. It is manscaped.com, but there's there's no reason you can't use it. And uh, take that sucker in the shower with you. You can do it. It's great. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Uh, boy, that got intense. Uh, which is a perfect segue into the intense title matchup. Well, we didn't really we didn't really talk about the Bitcoin boys. Well, I guess boys. we didn't. The, yeah. All right, the Bitcoin boys. You used um, you used them as an ad, but you I did. glossed right over the matchup. I mean, what's there to talk about the Bitcoin well, boys? Gonna, They're awfully cocky, aren't I'm they? I'm going to I'm going to tell you though. This was originally going to be a different matchup until we were recording uh a couple weeks ago with the Duke and he made such like a claim and I was like, "Man, you know what? He is actually Right, you know, because I was not really paying attention because the Bitcoin boys are so new and we're establishing them as this new act. Yeah. And then I went, wow, you know what? He's right. And uh, I had to make a switch. They've won some matches, man. I had to make I had to make a switch based on, so the Duke who always complains that I don't listen, based on, I swear on everything, based on his complaints... Uh, I made the switch, and th- this that was tapes, you know, I don't know, a week, two weeks ago, something like that. Uh, it was originally going to be a different match until wow, the Duke raised his points, uh, as a good manager yeah, should. Finally, did his job as a good manager. I and you know, I, I I could not argue with him, and I I had to switch up the card a little bit. Wow, and. Much to uh, the chagrin of Jock Sampson, by the way. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter. Uh, Jock could not believe that the Bitcoin boys got uh, a tag team title opportunity, but he and Mance never did. The Duke was but, not, uh, uh, you know, I don't know. But I think he held Mance accountable for that, obviously, as we know. 
uh, per absolution. So, uh, well, they did defeat the Bitcoin boys, correct me if I'm wrong, according to the Duke, right? Or as Duke pointed out, they defeated former tag team champions. They, I mean, Love it or hate it, the weird world had won tag titles at one point, folks, and the boys beat them. No, they didn't. Oh, they didn't. Oh, that's Dr. Dan who was saying he deserves a tag yeah. title because they beat them. Yeah. We get them all confused. Why don't we give Dr. Dan the title shot? He got one in Akron at 200. Son of a bitch. It's all just rolling together right now. Yeah. You know. My God. We make movies here. My God. It's all happening so fast. It's been, we a, haven't long, re- we haven't re- it's been a long month for me. We haven't reviewed a lot of those shows. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's been a long month. I went from Akron to the very next weekend. I had to do a wedding. And then I rolled in the Cleveland Comedy Festival, and then into a very brief week off. Well, you had McFoley. I had McFoley. That's not really a whole week off. Yeah, and then right into here Thanksgiving and Black Friday. It's been busy, folks. Anyway, uh, PME though looking to continue their title reign successfully, and uh, the, the Duke's looking to keep the streak alive. The Duke is looking to yeah keep his. I boys. think these guys make the Duke feel young. You know, the Duke has always. Has always been a guy that has that has surrounded himself with young people. That's how I know the Duke. But know? these are even younger people. Duke was Duke was like thirty five years old, hanging out with a bunch of teenagers. That's how I met him. Do you think he's got some sort of bonus action in here if they if they win this title shot? If he's a good manager, he does, right? The Duke, yeah, no, no I, the Duke is one hundred percent for the bragging rights. The Duke is all it's all his ego. Yeah, yeah. You don't think there's any? There's no financial incentive here that they've got worked out. You think him as their manager? No, the no. Duke. The Duke takes care of them. All right. Oh, okay. He's the investor into the Bitcoin. He boys. bought in the Bitcoin. Bought in. Bought in. Bought in. So this will be. It'll be interesting though. Uh, I don't know how these these two dudes are going to roll against Philly. Uh, I think they can one on one stand toe to toe with Marino. Maybe in terms. I don't of, know. You just got in the, terms the, of size. You got the Duke out there though. That's the X factor. He is. He's the X factor. Uh, so then, all right, let's roll into the intense title matchup. Uh, Zach Thomas really likes to call people out, kind of make challenges, doesn't he? He's a young and angry boy. Yeah. So now he made one uh, for Matthew Justice. And uh, Fonzie, of course, going to be in Justice's corner once again. Uh, I don't know what, what sweet jacket he's going to wear. <laughs> but <laughs> Dope ass jacket. Dope ass jacket. But he will be there, nonetheless, uh, as he typically is in the corner of Matthew Justice, as this one goes for the intense title, and uh, expect nothing less than these two just beat the hell out of each other. You know, uh, these guys, uh, it's probably it's got to be over a year ago at this point, I, I don't remember, but these these two had a match at UXWA, uh-huh. and it was really good. And I've been wanting to do that match on a larger scale for a long time. Sure. And uh, it just, you know, everyone's going their different ways, doing their different things. And uh, we we're, you know, finally able to get to a point to where we could, we could get it, uh, get it done. And uh, I think this one's going to surprise a lot of people too. Um, you know, it was very good at UXWA. And, you know, a lot of what happened at that UXWA match uh, made me kind of <clears throat> get behind Zach a little bit more and <laughs> give him, you know, bigger tests than AIW. Um, so, yeah, I think this one, you know, again, uh, another potential show-stealing matchup. It's been uh, quietly a, a 
pretty darn good 2019 for Zach Thomas. Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think part of his appeal and part of his downfall is kind of his lack of social media presence and just <laughs> outgoing. Like he's not an outgoing guy. He doesn't have a very endearing personality. It's all business. Um, and I think you know that is part of his appeal as a talent but also part of his downfall as to why people aren't paying more attention to him in 2019. Sure. Because uh, he is right up there with everybody else uh, that's ready to just absolutely break out uh, throughout the industry right now. Well, Promoters out there listening, seek out Zach Thomas. Uh, he is very good. So we have the man at war going to take on the one-man militia. Yeah, lots of lots of military. <laughs> right. <laughs> Brook Park Rick Center right next to an armory. So how about that? Might have a tank coming through. <laughs> Zach Thomas gonna roll in on a tank. Funny story, uh when I went out flyering a couple weeks ago with the potato. Yeah. For those of you that don't don't know out there, Potato has uh been he's a dishonorably discharged uh, former member of the United States military. I'll just stoke those fires, people eating up potato. And uh he was like, oh, I want to go visit my old armory, you know, tell him about the show. <laughs> like, they, he was not well received. He went in there and uh, I guess wasn't too well received. <laughs> Imagine Re- that. Returning to his old uh, his old base, uh, <laughs> the Brook Park Armory. So, uh, yeah. Well. I think he just did it to get the free WWE tickets, honestly. Oh, the military? Yeah. <laughs> that's not a I reason think the, to join. I ever. think that's what was his plan. Wow. All right. Well, we go into the final match uh, of the evening. Let me double check, make sure I did cover them all. Shout out to the potato for yes f- for flyering with me the other day. And, uh, he buys something. Uh, when we go out flyering, he buys something at every store that we go to. So that it doesn't. He's like, hey. So that it's not soliciting? No, he's like, hey, ghost pepper smokies. <laughs> what are you eating that for? It's nine in the morning, dude. <laughs> That's terrible. Uh, final match here on this card, the absolute championship uh, being defended by filthy Tom Lawler. After, uh, by the way, that if you did not see his title defense on the Patreon, you should. Yeah, that's uh, that's Sign well up, worth folks. that's well worth your five bucks. Paying uh, people in dreams. Yeah, we don't uh, we don't we don't really we don't really plug the Patreon uh, probably enough on here, no. but. Um, there's all sorts of uh, really good content on there, uh, including a very special title defense by Filthy Tom Lawler that is available for $5, uh, the $5 tier, and it is well worth the $5 for the month. Um, also, you know, there's <laughs> there's additional uh, extra podcasts on there, um, different people. You know, I know we've previewed it a couple times on this podcast feed, some of the different shows, but um, there's all sorts of stuff on there. But that match... That filthy Tom Lawler, absolute title defense. You know, spoiler alert, he does successfully defend his title because he is still the champion that is defending on Friday. But uh, it is well, it is something. I don't I don't even know if I want to say it's worth five bucks. It is something that everyone should. It's priceless. Ex- everyone should experience it. It's like 30 minutes long. It is very long. It's quite the match. It is. Just seek it out. Um, and for those of you that don't know how Patreon works, uh Whatever tier you kind of um, join at, 
uh, make sure to scroll down because there is so much additional content. If you scroll all the way down the feed, yeah, um, you know you'll be able to find you know just for the five dollar tier, you'll be able to find so many extra podcasts. Um, but you know, it's not all like oh, here's all the podcasts. It's like it's like a social media platform and posts. So you have to scroll all the way down and kind of find this stuff. But for five bucks, you could find like I don't even know how many extra podcasts on there. But the you know that that Tom Lawler match is literally all over the place. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's all we'll say. <laughs> yeah. All right, but on this night on Black Friday, he takes on the intense icon Joshua Bishop with Wes Barkley. With Wes Barkley, uh, you know this Another one's been brewing. Factor there. This one's been brewing for a while, for a yeah. couple months. If you remember, it was Josh Bishop who took out Tom Lawler at the end of uh, Absolution. You know, staking his claims like he thinks <laughs> he's uh, he's the next thing here and, at AIW and. And, you know, uh, for all those that uh, are behind on AIW and are coming on Friday, all the all the shows are out and available now on MP4. You can catch up, uh, download it. When you're done being annoyed by your family, run a marathon uh, from Absolution all the way uh, Is AIW up. 200 out? It sh- yeah, it should be out by now. Is it out right now? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I've been on I've been under a rock uh, here for a while. Sorry, folks. But uh, yeah, so you know, check out the Absolution. Check out Wrestle Rager, especially. Oh yeah, uh, we have to get those Wrestle Rager sales up. Uh, you know, it's not selling as well as the previous years. And you how know, is Wrestle Rager not selling? For those of you who come to Wrestle Rager, you know that it is a very it's sold out this year. We we cut the door off, so uh, we got to get those video sales up. Uh, because you know we take we take a loss pretty much on the on the event because we can only fit you know so many people in yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, so buy the DVD, buy the MP4. We're whatever. talking main event: Nick Gage teaming up with Tom Lawler on Russell Razor, taking on Wes Barkley and Josh Bishop. Oh, by the way, did you know that Tom Lawler and Nick Gage as a team are two and zero in AIW? I did not know that. You didn't. I uh, see. They teamed together. Uh. I think it was. Oh, at the, well, when it I was, was, it was a rap. It was a rap show when that I was in you the missed, hospital. That you yeah. were in the hospital. They teamed together in Mount Carmel. They might be. They might be due for a tag title shot. How about that? Tom Lawler and Nick Gage, two and zero as a tag team. Uh, yeah, I know. I told you that they win that match, but you still got to watch it, especially if you love to see Wes Barkley get the hell beat out of him. That's incredible. Uh, what the heck else happens in that? Uh, Raven basically doing commentary during his match. That show's very good. Zach Thomas and Mance Warner. There's all sorts oh, yeah. of really good stuff on there. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm very, I really, I really uh, liked this year's Russell Rager. Yeah, the production taking on Alley Cat and Faye Jackson. Yeah, you got to watch that just for the curiosity. That alone. is that one is a little. Risky. I'm shocked. That's how risque. Th- that's how I know that it's uh, it's not selling super good because nobody said anything a, a lot of that. A lot of that stuff has not been gift, and it is it's as as Ronald Two Legs would say, it is greasy. Uh, it is, <laughs> there's a lot of greasy stuff going on in there. Oh yeah. If you look, if you liked Faye versus Twan from AIW, you're gonna love uh, that tag team matchup right there. But uh, we're not trying to just sell Wrestle Rager. This whole episode is about selling uh, Hell on Earth 15 
this Friday, Black Friday, coming Guys, to you from I the w- Brook Park want, Rec Center. I, I want this to be the highest attended AW event in history. That we do have a lot of ground to make up this week if we are going to reach that goal. Um, <laughs> that's my goal. Is I want to sell two hundred more tickets by Friday. Wow, which is a very high number. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that's the point why we're doing this group package uh, to get people to bring, you know some kind of on the fence people and, you know, expose them to the product. It's a big place. I want to fill it. Kevin Nash is going to be there. The show is absolutely stacked. And, uh, yeah, I, I want to fill this place. Um, I, I don't, I, it's the longest, it's the longest running annual event. And I don't know why this like idea came over me like in the last month, but I know it's not absolution. And I want this to be, you know, the big one though. Like <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like it's, it, it's technically, you know, like you could call it like an anniversary of sorts, uh, even though it's not, you know, the AW anniversary, but this is the first big annual event that we ever did. And, uh, yeah. you know, it's important 15 years. That's crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, and I, I just want I, I want there to be people as far as I can see. There's no reason why Cleveland can't come out and just pack this fucking place on Friday. You know what I just realized that uh, we didn't tell people about this building is uh, there are bleachers. Yeah, there's bleachers. There are bleachers that folks can sit in. So if you're wondering like, oh, the only there's only X amount of chairs and standing room only, you know, think back to the Mount Carmel days. So we've got bleachers that uh, you can sit in. Uh, for the show and and that'll help certainly yeah, the, at least the viewing there's at least two sets um you know depending on how we end up setting the room up <clears throat> but uh yeah i want to i want to pack this place on friday uh I, there's no excuses i want this to be the highest attended adam event in history uh, to this absolute title match real quick if you're tom lawler do you just chase down Wes Barkley and choke him out immediately so you don't have to worry about him? I don't know. That's Tom Lawler's strategy to worry about. I mean, I feel like because he's a man capable of it, I feel like it's not a bad idea. We're going to have to wait and see how it all plays out. Yeah, if I had those capabilities, I mean, I I, I don't know. That's probably what I would do. But Josh Bishop, this is, uh, this is look, this is well-deserved. He's climbed up the ranks here at AIW. In a short amount of time. Yeah, fast and furious. It's probably a movie that he loves, but uh, Chandler Bacon's favorite film franchise. <laughs> uh, he he has climbed up the ranks there, and you know he was the intense champion for some time, and uh, now he could. Would that be the same year? Yeah, he was intense. He captured the intense title this year, and so in he can capture both major singles titles in in one calendar year. Yeah, that's crazy. It is pretty crazy that would be quite the accomplishment honestly wow i'm sure i'm sure maybe it's happened before matt wasworth is a little bit better with the uh history yeah, than i am our, our best historian there but our pedro but uh yeah that's crazy that, i cannot i i cannot believe it's 15 years that's wild to, to for think. you man for me that's that's I, what I, I mean for you that's wild that's uh i don't know how to feel about that honestly 
fifth your i mean your child is well into its teenage years right now i know that's scary <laughs> you gotta start thinking about college dude <sighs> fuck that i never went to college i'm doing fine <laughs> you don't want that debt got enough debt already you don't for this that, kid you don't want that debt. yeah that's right <laughs> you, don't want, you don't want more debt <laughs> yeah i don't know it's it's crazy though to, to think that it's been that long uh I wish we would have thought kind of in advance and maybe try to get some some of these old school guys on to kind of do like a retrospective of the event overall. But it's uh, it's it's crazy that it's been fifteen years. Like I, I sometimes like I feel like it's been fifteen years sometimes, and then sometimes it, it doesn't feel like it's been two years. You know? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think back. Hell on Earth is is usually pretty good in terms of the guests. Uh, last year, right, was L.A. Park. Yeah, that was that. That was uh, last year. And two years ago, I think it was Jody Fleisch. Yeah. Uh, and then you know my memory just goes goes <laughs> right, awry. Right, you know, like, man, I, I can't even <laughs> think about who the heck it was. There were some some cool names that rolled into other stuff, but never disappoints in terms of an event. And I would expect, you know, I think last year was also the Magnum CK retirement show. It was, which. It, and you know, not that this is like a drawing factor, but you know, typically there's some WWE people in the crowd, uh, yeah. a lot of people that are home for the holidays. Um, you know, it's a it's an exciting event. So you know, I, I just I just want it to be fucking packed, man. That's all. That's that's really all I want. I know I want it all the time, but I want this one to be. I want it to blow everything else away because you know I'm, I'm looking around and you're seeing like you know, all these big crowds everywhere else. And it's like, Cleveland can fucking do that. You know, like, yeah, we, absolutely. We, we have big crowds, but we like, you know, you see some of these, some of these, you know, like, I'm not saying we're going to draw a thousand people, but like, you see some of these independents drawing like a thousand people. And it's just like, we could fucking like, do Why that. not us? Cleveland can do that. It's Look. just like, you know, Cleveland's got like, Cleveland is just like a, like a, a walk up town and like a make a decision at the last minute kind of town. It really is for every Every event, every event. And uh, I'm just, this is the hard sell. And I'm just saying, if you're fucking on the fence about coming, get four friends. You're going to save a bunch of money and just come hang out. There's going to be beer for sale. It's going to be a good time. You're going to have Kevin Nash, Big Sexy, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. (coughs) Bring him some red wine. He likes the red wine. And uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, hopefully we get him to Nax at the after party and uh, he has a good time. You never know with these guys. Never know. Never know. Look, Kevin Nash does a WrestleMania party or a WrestleMania weekend party every year. You probably haven't been to that, but you can be to the Kevin Nash AIW party this Friday at Hell on Earth at the Brook Park Rec Center. Come show this guy that fucking Cleveland knows how to party. Seriously. Absolutely. Uh, that's my favorite thing to say is that we don't necessarily throw wrestling events anymore. We throw parties. This should be the biggest party in terms of attendance and capacity. So help us make that happen. And, uh, I mean, that's that's all I got to say. Anything else as we wind this down? No, just buy those tickets, uh, shop.airwrestling.com. The link is all over our social media. Um, I'll be sending out an email blast this week to our people that are on our email list and again don't forget about the four pack that you can buy if you got some friends that want to come along with you save a few dollars each five dollars each to be exact yeah five dollars each 
And, uh, you know, other than uh, if, you know, you're just coming solo, general mission tickets are still available for 25 bucks each. There, there it is. That's all right there. And a lot of people are asking about the Kevin Nash pricing. I don't know what it is exactly yet. You know, I'm going to talk to him and we're going to figure out that's like the business part, you know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, that we're going to figure out closer to the week. But I'm going to try to keep it within the usual range that we do. Um, hopefully, you know, it's and that'll be posted probably Friday morning once it's all squared away. All right. There you have it, folks. Bring some cash. Bring the cash for Kevin Nash and the beer, of course, that will uh, be present, as we're told. So that's going to do it. We hope to see all of you and all of your friends at AIW Hell on Earth 15 this Friday from the Brook Park Rec Center for AIW owner John Thorne. My name's Steve Guy. We'll talk to you next week. I know I'm not not as uh, excited and wound up as Wes Barkley, but buy those fucking tickets. Listen here, Jack. Yeah, hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, Jack, you're going to want to buy tickets to the greatest event. What's the greatest event? No, I'm not talking about Turkey Day. I know you might be full and you were watching football, but we're going to roll you over like a bowling ball right into the AIW Hell on Earth 15. We're talking about Kevin Nash. You know this guy? Wolfpack, NWO style. Kevin Nash, Big Daddy Cool Diesel. That's what I'm talking about, Jack. So get your tickets for AIW Hell on Earth 15, shop.aiwrestling.com. And you know I'm going to be there. You know, hey, am I going to get involved with Kevin Nash? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk. talk. We'll talk. No squares in my circle. Not your daddy's <laughs> daycare. Wasobi Jones. We'll talk to you next week, folks, on The Card Is Going to Change. <laughs>